Welcome, friends. This is the Underground Writing Podcast for the week of February 17th, 2020. I'm Matt Mallion, Director of Underground Writing, a program offering creative writing workshops in at-risk community settings. We work in places in which people have been speaking but not heard, thus resulting in voices forced underground. And I'm Alvin Shim, producer for the Underground Writing Podcast. On our podcast, we share writing crafted in our five underground writing sites. And today we're recording a special start of the year podcast in which we'll present a brief look in two directions, backwards and forwards. So just just a few stats to start out um, as we reflect on 2019. We facilitated 145 writing workshops. We had 794 students. We had 23 podcasts that include 17 regular episodes and six issues of Kite, our audio zine. We released two books and published one chapbook as well. And in May, um, May 2019, we became officially a nonprofit. So a big year, exhausting and great. Um, what, what do you, do you remember what, what sticks out to you, Alvin, as you think about last year, um, communications wise or podcast wise or workshops, you were involved at various workshop sites in various ways. Uh, when you think back about 2019, any thoughts come to mind? Well, my, my question was one, one number that's not listed is public readings, uh, most notably, Hidden Truth with the Magnet Leaders Club at the Lincoln Theater. That yeah, was, that was the biggest one we had. But we had a lot of, uh, a lot of scattered uh, individual readings all throughout the county. I think if you had to ballpark right now, don't think too much. How many did we have? I would think we had maybe five or six readings, including the big, uh, like you said, the big Hidden Truth event. Typically, Hidden Truth is a packed out event. It was last year as well, and uh, the Lincoln Theater seats almost five hundred. So with some overflow in the aisles and that sort of thing. So it's around that level. Uh, the show was uh, produced and directed by uh, Jennifer Morrison Hendricks, one of our teaching writers. Uh, her husband, Barry, did the set design. It was a great, great evening. And then we had the, like you said, we had the book launch. We had two or three book launch events at the public library, uh, Village Books, these sorts of these sorts of places, and, and great student turnout for those and, and a good as I think about those events, one of the things that was most fun for me was people showing up that I'd never met before, and they just heard about the event on a social media or a radio announcement or, or something like that. So it was great to meet new faces that were outside our immediate community um, as far as, you know, growing interest and a growing awareness of the work we're, we're doing here in Skagit County. The chat book that we published last year was released just in the nick of time for 2019. If you're a listener to the podcast, you heard Jessica reading some of those poems in two of our podcast episodes. And not only because it's a, the latest thing we've done, but it's the thing that we've done that I'm the most excited about. I think there's such good works and they're so powerful. Those poems are available in the chat book now. We thank you, uh, Rifa, which is the Rick Epting Foundation for the Arts here in Skagit County. Um, b- to benefit um, the Skagit community through the arts. That is their mission, and it really aligns well with what we're on about. Uh, so thank you, Rifa. And uh, we debuted the chapbooks um, Friday, January 31st, 
at a public reading at Pelican Bay Bookstore in, in Anacortes, and Jessica did a couple of poems to open the evening uh, with the, uh, and then followed by a band and some feature poets. So uh, thanks, Eli, and Pelican Bay Bookstore as well. That's Jessica Solano. The chapbook is titled Talk About Me. It's on the Underground Writing website. What's the other chapbook you were talking about that's going to be published soon? Yeah, that chapbook is called Dear America, and it is centered around a prompt that we've used quite a lot in the workshops in the last two to three years um, called Dear America. And it's basically just having students write a letter to America. It'll be filled with uh, between 20 and 30 pieces of writing that are on that prompt. We'll also have a lesson plan that can be used in classrooms if we can get the chapbooks in, you know, like the school system, for example, where you could run the prompt in your uh, classrooms. And we're really excited to have the foreword written by Claudia Castro Luna, who is the current Washington State Poet Laureate. So she has the manuscript right now, is working on the foreword, excited to be involved with the project, and we hope she'll also take a batch of the chapbooks around with her as she goes around the state uh, talking about um, poetry and, and raising awareness about literacy, and, and maybe we can be part of that as well. So we're excited about that. And thank you again to Rifa for the grant. Uh, that's the second chapbook they gave us a grant for, and, and we're excited. We don't have an exact hard deadline on that, but I would say before we're estimating the next couple months that we hope to have it out, uh, definitely by the summer. So that's kind of the, the range of publication date. I was looking at some of my records just now, and if you, uh, listener, want to do a little more research, you can go back to episodes five and episode uh, around 25 and uh, look up some or hear some other, a couple other uh, Dear America poems. And this is actually one of those from back then, uh, if you want a little more discussion about it. So it's called Dear America. Dear America, you have the power to do whatever you want to do. I just want to let you know that whatever you do, you do it on your own. One day, you're going to find out that everything that you're doing is not cool. Why do you care about the color of people? What does color do to you? I know that people mess up, but look at you. That was written by Victor uh, from our Skagit County Juvenile Detention Site. And it was written the day after the 2016 election in response to works by Bob Dylan, James Baldwin, Langston Hughes, and Denise Levertov. That's a nice segue into some of the other things that we're looking forward to this year. Um, coming up real soon, March 12th, uh, 2020, uh, we are co-hosting, co-presenting a community event at the Lincoln Theater. So it's co-presented and hosted by Lincoln Theater and Underground Writing. And it, we are going to screen a documentary called Finding Home, a foster youth story that was originally released on PBS. Uh, it won an Emmy Award. And one of the co-producers happens to be Lori Parker, who's one of Underground Writing's teaching writers. So we'll screen the film We'll have a Q&A with Lori, have a couple of organizations, uh, local organizations involved with foster care uh, speak a little, and then we'll have information tables at the back about foster care and that sort of thing uh, so that the community can, we can raise awareness in the community about this issue. And uh, the event will be by donation 
uh, only. So it'll be a, a bit of a fundraiser, but mostly just community awareness uh, building and uh, a, the chance to see a great, a great documentary. April 23rd, 2020, will be The Hidden Truth. That's featuring the Migrant Leaders Club site and the students there. And we've started uh, doing writing for that. And we'll soon begin um, transitioning to rehearsals as well. And then in May and June, we are right now we're starting on our annual project, a collaborative project with the Voices of the Children called Filmverse, where we take uh, writings from juvenile detention, take them to local high schools, and uh, have the students, the students there in the high school in the film department, make short films based on writings from juvenile detention. Uh, in previous years, last two years, we've had. Uh, High schoolers from Mount Vernon do that. And this year, we're also including high schools, uh, the Anacortes High School and Cedro Woolley High School. So it'll be three high schools total. Usually the first weekend in May is when the films are screened. So look for that in May. And then by June, uh, by or before June, we will um, launch our, our initiative called Letters to a Young Inmate that is backed by a um, Washington State Arts Commission grant. Basically, it's getting older uh, people who have been in prison quite a while, older men and women, to write letters to younger folks who are in juvenile detention and offer them uh, advice, encouragement, hope, and wisdom of uh, life transformation that can happen while uh, being inside, but also trying to get youth to think about how they can avoid that and how they can um, pursue, set goals and pursue other means of, um, well, just other pathways so they don't get kind of locked into a certain pathway of incarceration that is not, you know, in their best interest. So, and uh, thanks to um, ArtsWA, the Washington State Arts Commission for the grant. And uh, again, we'll, we'll keep listeners uh, updated as the weeks roll out about that uh, new project. You can make a difference, but you have to make some noise. We have to stay together, united together, we're fighting. Thanks, listeners, for listening today for our catch-up, and stay tuned for more student writing coming your way soon. We'll have another episode for you in a couple of weeks. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Send us feedback via our email address, podcast at undergroundwriting.org. Connect with us via our website, undergroundwriting.org, and spread the word about our work by mentioning us on social media. The Underground Writing Podcast is recorded and produced by Alvin Shim and Underground Writing. You can access it via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other podcast outlets, as well as on our website, where we include links of interest connected to items mentioned in each episode. The introductory music for this podcast is Cool Number 2 by Walt Hampton, as performed by the Leventure Middle School Marimba Band here in Mount Vernon, Washington. The music you hear at the conclusion of each episode is provided by Luis Lopez and the Magnet Leaders Club in the Mount Vernon School District. I'm Alvin Shim. And I'm Matt Malian. Thanks for listening. We have to stick together, united together. We're fighting. There is no more fear, and there is no more hiding. Cause for now we're surviving, and surviving is living. We are human beings, and we should not be divided.